Hey guys, welcome back to Geo. This is Geocast episode 17. I brought some music into the intro this time. We've been listening to some of the sessions from when we recorded. Um, and if you know Rick Rubin, we're trying to get a hold of him. So please send that message out there. We want to get him to listen to some music. It's kind of an inside joke we have, but who knows? If we keep saying it, we might manifest something. And uh, yeah, this music really, it almost feels like... Um, a new version of like Eye of the Tiger gets me pumped. Anyways, um, we're back. Um, I can't even remember where I left off, but I just want to share um, just some thoughts with you guys as we get as I get ready to go to Envision Festival um, this weekend. Uh, we just wrapped up our uh, in-person Costa Rica training, which was amazing. Um, some new insights um, that have come up and more in this episode. So thank you guys for listening. Um, where do I want to start? Last couple weeks have been uh, a lot of fun, a little bit crazy here in Costa Rica. Uh, the kids were off school, so we decided to take a trip out to Dominical and Chiripos. Chiripos is this mountain area on the other side of Costa Rica, um, highest altitude in Costa Rica, um, really beautiful place. A lot of um, people are moving there. Maybe I shouldn't be telling you, it's kind of like this kept secret. Um, because it's just a lot of um, really cool people who want to live a more free life, free lifestyle. Uh, it's a little bit remote. Um, there's a community that's existing there for a while and is growing, a lot of organic food, fresh flowing waters. Um, we went for a hike up a mountain, it's about 11,000 feet, and um, went through some waterfalls, some swimming pools. And, you know, with everything that's going on in North America right now, all these weird chemical fires are burning and you know hopefully the east palestine thing looks like they're still not sure what's going on there either in ohio um it makes me think you know like should we be even going more remote and you know that's a question that i often consider you know like is it better just to go do your own thing or is it better to walk into the fire and try to face what's going on and show up and be vocal and um, fight, you know, like, do we create change by fighting the old or just creating the new? Um, and when I think about the internal journey, you know, if you keep fighting all of your old demons without trying to change them, I think that um, it's gonna be very hard to change in your life. And if I use that as a metaphor for the external world, I think it's a combination of raising awareness for others to kind of see like, hey, some things do not make sense here. Um, some things do not make sense here, um, but also how do we create something new? How do we shift that? And so it's interesting. You know, there's a lot of things being revealed right now uh, in the U.S. I don't know if you guys follow Twitter files. I find that interesting about um, just corruption within the government. And we all know it's going on around the world, but it seems like right now there's a lot of um, uprising. People are questioning the government. People are wanting to be seen and heard. And, you know, the media is definitely the enemy in all of this. But something that I found interesting is these smart cities that are popping up. And on the surface, it sounds great. Um, but when you find out who's really behind it, this World Economic Forum that wants to own the world. And, you know, they want to really control you. I don't know if you watched um, that movie. Oh, what was it? Uh... I can't remember, but they're in a dome. Hunger Games. You know, it's like Hunger Games is happening. They're they're trying to separate all these areas and control the food. And, um, you know, the smart cities would be almost like um, surveillance cities where they have cameras everywhere, social credit scores. You, you can get everything you need within 15 minutes and you can't really go past that. 
all of this um, carbon, you know, credits is like to save the environment. Um, and you, when you look at, you know, these guys like Al Gore who've been crying about climate change, man, these guys are making millions and millions of dollars off of this. So I question it. I am for saving the environment. I think, you know, pollution is a real thing. Uh, and I think the way we've designed this capitalistic society around greed um, creates people choosing to destroy the rainforest and pollute the oceans before focusing on um, solutions, right? Um, so anyways, the smart cities, keep an eye out for those. Um, really look into what they're about. And one of the interesting parts about that uh, is if your land has become polluted or toxic to the point where people can't live there, um, they can relocate you into these smart cities. And, you know, the whole thing is you'll own nothing and be happy. So, you know, hey, you have nothing. We'll set you up here and put you on some assistance program where everything is paid for. But you have to follow all of these rules and pretty much we're going to dictate your life. Scary, I know. Um, what do we do about it? Can we create our own communities um, that are more self-sufficient and collaborative and um, allowing people to kind of um, have a say in what's going on there? So... Um, I guess that that kind of wraps up some of my thoughts when I was in Chiripo uh, and coming back and while we were there, uh, a lot of our friends reminded us that Envision was coming up, which is a beautiful festival. I haven't been there yet. Hear a lot about it. A lot of friends coming down from Toronto, a lot of friends from here moving over there. I was like, I don't know if we can make this happen. And within like 24 hours, like tickets came up, it was sold out. You know, a spot came up at our friend's place, Tribe Hotel in Dominical, which is right beside some of our other friends. Um, dog sitter, um, places for the kids to stay. So we decided we're going to go over for the weekend and check out um, Envision Festival Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I'm really excited about that. Um, you know, kind of brings back some flashbacks to my Burning Man experience a couple of years ago, um, which wasn't the greatest experience. Um, if I had to um, judge it in that moment, um, but it was also very revealing for me as... Um, I keep saying, and I share this story one day, but but one of the, the things that came out of it was at the airport before I went home, I picked up the book, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. If you haven't read it, it's great. And it was just an amazing reflection of what I had gone through over that week to realize that, you know, I was seeking for something that I didn't even know what it was. Some experience, some um, breakthrough, you know, I hear all these stories about, you know, how Burning Man is so transformative. Um, but every challenge is transformative. And anyways, that book kind of showed me that and it was talking about this week. So I'm going there with a kind of a different perspective than I went with Burning Man. Just really open to listen to music, to connect with people, to enjoy um, the beach uh, and the jungle. And so I'm really excited about that. Um, what else? We had our in-person training here in Costa Rica, our facilitator training, which was so amazing. Oh my God. You know, it really just seems like some of the, the perfect people show up at the perfect time for these uh, experiences, for these events. Um, and it's evolving the way we're changing. You know, we had this intention, you know, initially when when I was a Wim Hof instructor, I was learning about breath work. I was learning about, I was seeking this experience. When I, when I had my, my training with Wim Hof in um, Colorado, you know, I shared this many times, but I had this kind of out-of-body experience. The first time I'd really gone super deep in breath work and kind of had an out-of-body experience, came back, cried like a baby, <laughs> felt this immense um, pressure, 
um, leave. I think what I was crying was all this kind of pressure I put on myself to succeed, to be successful. Um, growing up, you know, in my environment, you know, a lot of people were doing well and our family did okay. Uh, but obviously there was a lot of money and comparison and judgment. And in that moment, it just was like, hey man, it's okay. You don't have to, <laughs> you can just be yourself. And, um, and I went back and was seeking that experience again, trying to recreate it. And eventually what happened was I used like the rhythm of the music and a lot of breathing and I was able to recreate that. And then when COVID happened, uh, all the staff at Elemental Wellness in Toronto, we have a studio there with like saunas, ice baths, you know, like, hey, now you got to teach us. And the ego was like, uh, I don't know, this is kind of my thing and it's unique. And it's my business mind was like, this is your competitive advantage. And no one else is doing it exactly like this. So maybe you shouldn't share it. So I meditated on it. Obviously, the answer was clear almost immediately that um, you chose, you know, your intention was to help people. The best way you can help people is teach people how to help other people and to help themselves. And so that kind of started this journey of um, sharing uh, the breath work. And what happened next was like these facilitators, these new facilitators were sharing the experiences they were having, you know, doing breath work with their family, their parents, you know, connecting with their mom and dad in a way they had never done before and how powerful that was. And just hearing those stories kind of shifted me. And I just felt this overwhelming sense of like, um, this knowing, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. And from, from that, all these amazing other projects came out, like the music you heard earlier. Um, and, you know, Roxy, Moon, and uh, Mark, and, you know, Phil, and the others that kind of create that music weekend. Now we're seeing how it's like expanding and um, creating this whole new platform to share and express ourselves um, and to create these deeper experiences for people. And I, another thing, you know, like some of the other platforms asked me, hey, do you want to share this on our platform? And it's like, again, like that kind of um, competitive advantage mindset came as like, well, I have our own elementalrhythm.com. Why should I share it on there? Blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, that voice came back and it was like, listen, man, a rising tide lifts all ships. And if you're doing something good, let's do a lot of good together. Let's do a lot of good. Um, and no, don't worry about competition. You know, just support, be open. The law of reciprocity, things will come back. It may not come back in the exact way that you expect, um, but things come back. And from those, you know, I met some people that heard me on some of these other platforms and then connected and then took the training and I made these amazing relationships. And I'm so, so grateful for that, for listening to not my brain, but to listen to my heart and to trust. And you know, I learned that, you know, as when we opened our center, uh, our float center, and, you know, at first I thought all the other float centers were competitors, but I saw how much they just wanted to help other float centers because they felt, you know, the better the floating industry is as a whole, more, pe more people are going to want to do it. So, you know, I really, really kept that in mind um, when creating this and support all the other breathworks out there, all the other people who are doing a great job, whether it's Wim Hof or Transformational Breath or, um, you name it, you know, um, holotropic breathwork, etc. And, you know, this kind of outward support and non-compete really got clear because as I was doing it, I noticed like even in our training, we train facilitators to be themselves and we teach them a process. But in that process, we want to bring the most of them out of it. And this is learning from other experiences I had where, you know, some organizations want you to be like a cookie cutter, like want you to be exactly like the person you learn from. You can say this, you can't say that. Here's all these rules and, you know, things you must follow. And I was like, no, screw that. I want people to be themselves. I'm going to teach them how to be a breathwork facilitator, teach the process and bring out the most of them, the most of themselves. 
and it's been working uh, in the most amazing way. Uh, and I respect all of the other ones out there because I truly feel like you're not competing against other facilitators. You're sending out this vibration that people are going to resonate or not. And you just want to attract people who resonate with you, with your true self. And then the more you step into your own truth and align with who you really are, you're really going to authentically attract people to you that are who are going to want to learn from you or buy from you or connect with you or be part of your community. And I think that's really, really important. And you'll get the most fulfillment that way for sure. So, um, you know, this whole idea of collaboration, open source, non-competition is something I'm really been exploring and recently got invited to be part of the breath source it's this new kind of breathwork app it's gonna have different videos from different instructors and um you know i'm really hopeful that it's gonna launch in a big way and just expose more people to breathwork you know i think breathwork anyone can do breathwork well almost anyone can do breathwork and it has a bigger market than yoga but is way underrepresented i think probably over 100 to 1 as far as how many yoga instructors there are to breathwork instructors and with breath work, it can change someone's lives in a single experience. On your first time doing breath work, you can have an experience deeper than ayahuasca. It can transform you. You can have realizations in a single session. So how do we get more of these out to the world? You know, and that's what we're focusing on now, educating people to facilitate, edu educating people to train other people um, and really express themselves. You know, in an ayahuasca experience I had years ago, um, there was an ayahuascaro, <clears throat> I guess, serving medicine, and um, he was singing, and I've shared this before, but when I heard him sing, it really blew me away. I really had this deep insight of, I would love to sing like that, or I think I said, I wish I could sing like that, and the medicine immediately said, you can, you just gotta find your voice, speak from your heart, and be yourself. And I took that back, and I picked up my guitar shortly after, and just started singing songs that I connected with, you know, songs that I could feel a feeling, and I could express that. And I found my voice. And this weekend, as I was sharing that, you know, the same thing happens no matter what you're doing, you know. And the difference that the medicine showed me was there's two types of, uh, two main categories of performers. Those that are trying to impress because they need that validation, because they're trying to show off or they thrive off people thinking they're amazing and great and blah, blah, blah. And the other is to express, to express as a form of art through music, a feeling, an idea, um, uh, an insight, something they really want to share with people. And the expression is unconditional. It's um, without expectations. When you express, you're not needing that feedback. You're not needing people to necessarily understand, but you want them to try to feel what you're trying to share with them in a way that allows them to maybe have more insight or perspective um, into whatever it is you're trying to share. And so, you know, we're actually communicating on a different level. And we're not just trying to tell them and get them to watch us or see us. You know, it's our authentic expression versus an authentic impression we're trying to, to give off. And, you know, these are some of the types of things I try to teach our facilitators. You know, how do you do that? Well, you got to start feeling into who you really are, feeling into your heart. And remember that the artist is the instrument. You know, the paintbrush, the canvas, these are tools, the guitar, the flute, these are tools. Um, and, you know, a musician recently that we're working on some breathwork tracks at, uh, with Rhythmia for their, their uh, breathwork program that brings the Yahe in, they shared that. They said, you know, the medicine told us that, you know, we are the instrument and we use these tools, whether it's your voice, whether it's your, your artistic way of speaking or writing or whatever it is. 
um, you are the instrument and give off that authentic vibration. And a lot of sound healers and coaches that say like the, the intention you put into your expression, people feel that through your voice, through the music you play, you're sending off that vibration. So it's an interesting perspective to have. Um, expression versus impression. So let me know what you think about that, if that resonates with you. And finally, re recently I saw this uh, Wayne Dyer quote and um, there was a video of him talking about, you know, like the words we use and how, you know, the word water doesn't make you wet, you know, and how um, we are like a spiritual being having a human experience, not a human being having a spiritual experience. And how do we step into that to be here? Um, to experience life, not to talk about, it, not to theorize about it, but to really just experience life to the fullest without expectations, without worry and fear. And the more we move away from that worry and fear, the more we move into our truth of who we are um, and stop living the future, worrying about what's going to happen, stop regretting the past. Again, you get all this uh, free energy that you're no longer expending into worries and regrets. And now you can create. You can create from a place of truth. And when you start to use that creative energy to express yourself, um, to find your authenticity, you know, uh, the world is your oyster. <laughs> it's funny that, that that saying came up a lot this weekend. Anything is possible, you know, and if you, if you open yourself to possibilities outside of your frame of perspective, the things that you don't know, you don't know yet, amazing things happen. Surrender in the moment. Don't judge any single situation. Uh, trying to figure out if it's good or bad. Just be open to what's unfolding. And again, even now, as all this craziness is happening, it feels like every month something new is escalating. You know, like this is what we've heard a lot about, about how we really got to bring it to the edge of chaos to create something new. Some things may need to collapse in the next few years. Um, but to stay present, to stay present, to trust, to be in your heart, to openly create solutions, to be in community, to help others, and really just allow um, the magic of this spiritual experience we're having to unfold. And in those moments, to make those decisions from your heart and not from your mind. Because the mind is always going to be tricky. It's always leading you through that labyrinth, trying to mix you up and mess you up. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast, um, Geocast. Please leave a comment if you have any questions or anything resonates with you. I'd love to hear from you um, at Elemental Geo on Instagram. Um, on our, you can go to our website, elementalrhythm.com, and check out um, some of the courses and guided experience you have there. And for those of you who want to stick around, I'll play a little more music and just lead you through a little guided kind of two-minute breath work here. Let's see if this is working here. There we go. So I just want you to take a few deep breaths all the way in. Fully exhale. And if you're driving, please don't do this. Only if you're seated or laying down. Again, take a deep breath in, into your belly, up into your chest. And exhale. As you exhale, just relax your shoulders and your face. Let's get to a little rhythm here. So in, out. In, out. In, out. Keep going with that. Just keep following that rhythm. Listen to the music. Start to breathe into your heart. Imagine you're breathing into the center of your chest, opening your heart, 
And what's one thing you're grateful for today? Breathing that feeling of gratitude into your heart and allow it to expand to every cell in your body. Just keep breathing. As you breathe, just ask yourself, who am I? Who am I really? Not who others want me to be, not to feel like I need to be anything other than my truest expression. Who am I? And am I fulfilling my purpose here? Why am I really here? Why has this magical experience been created for me? Did I choose to be here to learn, to grow, to expand? As you keep breathing, just feel this energy building up within you, this truth of who you are. The chi, the prana, just really connect with yourself as your energy rises. Start to feel alive, to be grateful for each breath. I'm alive, I'm growing, I'm learning, I'm changing. Start to feel in to the things that set your heart on fire. What are those things you've always wanted to do? How do you become more aligned with the truth of who you are? I am powerful. I'm supported. I'm strong. And visualize yourself making that one change. What's that one thing you can do, that first step, to try something new? To make a change you feel in your heart. Trust yourself, be compassionate. Don't harp on the mistakes or the perceived failures. Think of everything in your past as setting you up to become stronger for the person you're evolving into, all the lessons, everything you've learned. Start to step into this new you and bring in all that creative energy. If you let go of all the worries, the fears, really trusted yourself. What does that feel like? What does it feel like to be happy, to be loved, to be fulfilled and full of purpose? Just breathe into that. Thank you guys for listening. You can find more of this on elementalism.com and these new tracks. If you want, send me a message and I'll DM you the link to this whole two-hour session that we did here. And it's amazing that we never played together before, and in this weekend, with the intention we brought in, just created hours and hours of magic. Love you guys. Thank you. Geo signing off. Until next time. Peace.